humor, it started off unintentionally where I would say something that happened to me in my life and a friend of mine would laugh at it. And I went, oh, okay, let's turn this into a skill of mine. I think I value myself a bit too much on how funny I can be, but I also think it's really important to me that my humor represents me as a person. A lot of my humor comes directly from um, experiences or my identity as a Native American. So a lot of the times I use it as a either stepping stone to like talk about issues or just to introduce myself to persons. So I think it's very important. Ella, and you're listening to Dig Deeper, a deep dive into the psychological explanations of social experiences, everyday struggles, and philosophical perspectives. So for today's episode, we are expanding on our earlier conversation about humor from kind of a different angle. So instead of focusing on the psychological processes involved in humor, we want to talk about more about the big picture and actual social experience of humor. So different types of humor, why some people are funnier than other people, generally why people laugh, and then when a joke goes too far. So let's start off with types of humor. The most easy to detect type of humor and also easy to understand is physical or slapstick humor. So this is exaggerated body movements or basically any comedy that has to do with the body. So when you think of slapstick humor, you often think of Charlie Chaplin, The Three Stooges, or America's Funniest Home Videos, Mm -hmm. any of that very physical comedy when people fall that's why it's so funny and i definitely can relate to that every time someone falls i think it is so funny it's hard not to laugh it's really hard not to laugh (laughs) especially i'm usually the one falling so i i think i sympathize (laughs) exactly um the next type of humor is self-deprecating humor which is basically putting yourself down in order to make other people laugh so this actually has some motives to it because it often is used to help other people feel more comfortable when people are self-deprecating it's a form of being humble it's like a way to ensure that other people won't make fun of them because they're making fun Mm. of themselves yeah definitely so it's like if you are self-deprecating if you're making fun of yourself then other people can't make fun of you because you did it first why is it that that's such a like thing that people do because i was thinking about that if you think that you're like ugly or whatever and someone tells you you're ugly that's not gonna like feel good because you already said it or think it yeah i I think it is more just a defense mechanism of combating that in a little a slight way yeah it also has the purpose again like i said before to make other people feel comfortable and if you don't want to be intimidating to other people then you could like make fun of yourself a little in order for other people to feel more comfortable in the situation and one more thing i feel like not taking yourself seriously is also just very important yeah yeah in some cases to an extent yeah you don't want to lack too much confidence I, I'm, I'm in UW Comedy Club. I'm a part of that. Um, my first routine I ever did for them was about my status as a Native American twink. And I think that opens up a very variety of things. One, it tells you about 
what I'm comfortable saying. Um, also lets you know that I am Native American immediately off the bat, and that a lot of jokes I make, such as referring to myself as a non-exotic exotic delight or a rare delicacy and such, it allows people to understand who I am as a person very quickly. It's like, okay, his identity is important to him as an ethnicity and a, a press minority. It's he's comfortable with talking about vulgar topics to a certain degree, and he's comfortable poking fun at himself. I will find myself wanting to perform more than actually be with a person. If I am around someone, my first thought is entertain them, make them laugh, because that's where I find a lot of value in myself. Like if I'm not entertaining them, the what is my purpose? What am I good at? And that, that stops me from creating more deep known relationships because I don't give myself the space to just be myself. Like I'm the performer, not the person. And uh, that is decidedly unhealthy, so. There's also gallows humor, which is basically dark humor. And this is the humor that addresses highly negative subjects such as death. And people do this to provide relief from fear or threats or stress or pain. So this type of humor is most likely to offend others, which also makes it one of the funniest types of humors because a lot of times the most edgy humor and the most the humor that kind of straddles the line of too offensive versus not offensive is the funniest humor mm. and it's also pretty socially taboo and it's it's risky if mm-hmm. you have a dark sense of humor so that's what what draws people to that sense of humor there's also dry humor which you can think about like deadpan humor. It's pretty witty and clever. It's super sarcastic. And this is the opposite of slapstick humor, which makes it the hardest to detect. Because if someone has a dry sense of humor, sometimes it's a little hard to tell if they're making a joke. And that also can make it really funny if someone is has a dry sense of humor and you're the only one that like understands it, then it's just like mm-hmm. extra funny because you're like, nah, I, I see what they did there. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like... I think this sense of humor or this type of humor is super funny, which makes me very bad at it because I always end up laughing at myself. <laughs> and that's not deadpan. That's not the, not the point. No. <laughs> um, so there's also absurd humor, which we talked about this a little bit last week, that absurd humor is kind of the idea of incongruity or when something happens that is the opposite of what you expect, then it is often humorous. A lot of British TV shows often are labeled mm-hmm. as this absurd humor. Um, like Monty Python humor? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I don't think that's very funny. But so many people do. Yeah, I think it, I, I, I like Monty Python. I think it's pretty funny. But also I definitely understand why people don't. Because it it's just absurd. It's yeah. strange. It's quirky. It's absurd (laughs) this one's pretty self-explanatory but there's also wordplay which is puns and that's just you know using words in a creative way Mm -hmm. like dad jokes dad jokes definitely i love me a pun (laughs) there's also observational humor which is improv kind of like commenting on funny things about life and the world 
you kind of think about Saturday Night Live uses observational humor a lot and the nature of their sketches are very based on real world events. Mm-hmm. Improv is also like that. Um, and the last type of humor that we researched was gag jokes or like juvenile potty humor. <laughs> and that's just kind of also self-explanatory, just, you know, innuendos and inappropriate things and, you know, poop jokes. Hilarious. Which also goes back to the idea of addressing taboos through humor and like I think what we were talking about with more dark humor the way that you're talking about something that's socially taboo or just gross or like people have negative reactions to is just kind of funny like in itself yeah I agree it's also a way to connect people because if you're joking about pooping or you're joking about farting then it disarms the other people and be like Mm -hmm. oh like i poop and fart too (laughs) you know like it's kind of a way to humble yourself and also make other people feel more connected with you yeah it's similar to self-deprecating humor in a way that it's like you're not taking yourself too seriously or like i don't know you're kind of bringing yourself to like a more vulnerable equal playing field i guess which is Oh, oftentimes, like, the root of humor is not taking yourself too seriously and just, you know, being goofy, being silly. Yeah. (laughs) So kind of expanding on that, I also wanted to kind of address the issue of why some people are funny and, like, what makes people funny. And I think being willing to take risks is one of the big parts about why some people are funny. Like, willing to make a joke that doesn't land because, you know, sometimes it's not going to. And then also having... A sensitivity and intuition to how people are gonna perceive your attempts at humor I think that is important especially in terms of like dark humor knowing your audience and yeah how they're gonna respond to something that's socially taboo and how far you can go and also like what kind of jokes they're gonna understand which is also tied to the fact that people who are funnier are generally smarter because I think that wit aspect that we talked about a little bit last week comes into play And also, that's one of the reasons why people tend to look for humor in romantic relationships, because I guess biologically, you want to be with someone that's smarter, or I guess, or I don't know, there's a lot of reasons you want to be with someone that's smarter. That's really interesting that funniness often equates to intelligence, and how, like, I know for so many of my friends, like, one of the major things that they look for in a romantic partner or in friends Mm -hmm. is someone that's funny and someone that can make them laugh. And not only that, but someone who has the same sense of humor as you. Because it's sometimes hard to relate to people when they don't have the same sense of humor as you because they'll say something that is funny and like you don't think it's funny, so then therefore you don't think that they are funny, even though maybe subjectively they are funny. And they won't think that you're funny because you just have different senses of humor. Yeah. Which is a weird social dynamic to figure out. Yeah. But yeah, also people are generally funnier if they score higher rates of extroversion, agreeableness, or openness on the big five personality test. Which is also interesting that there was research on that because how do you determine how funny somebody is? Just given like what you were saying about how people have different senses of humor. It's so subjective. So how... But if you're an extrovert, you're more willing to, like, throw around, like, silly information and be more vulnerable and mm-hmm. out there. And if you're agreeable, then people like you and you're more 
like you can more appease willing to a relate. crowd. Yeah, you can appease a crowd and again like with openness like oftentimes when you're open you're more funny. So I guess very objectively mm-hmm. you could kind of look at it that way, but I think it case to case wise like if you're doing is this singular person funny then that's a really hard thing to test because it is so subjective and like if i think someone is funny you might not think that that same person Mm -hmm. is funny and it goes down to like your experience growing up and like the way you were raised and your family of origin and all that kind of stuff has such a big impact exactly like i have a really similar sense of humor to my dad Mm -hmm. and i think that that is just because i was raised to think that he was funny so on the similar lines of what makes people funnier, you can also kind of look at what makes people less funny. And like we've kind of been saying this whole time, people who aren't funny often take themselves too seriously or they want to feel superior in some way. So they're not like leveling that, leveling that playing field of relating to you and like being vulnerable and opening themselves up mm-hmm. um, because if someone wants to feel superior then they're gonna like take charge and like not be not be vulnerable also just taking yourself too seriously is often just the opposite of funny it's also often just annoying and people are just like loosen up yeah it's um, so harder to relate to you yeah also what makes people not funny again this is kind of tricky because it's so subjective yeah um but kind of in a more psychological grand scheme of things if you're not able to detect sarcasm if you find it harder to know when people are being sarcastic then that often takes some humor away because you are not understanding people's jokes and like that will limit people's sense of humor and i think this comes back to the idea of how you were raised and like your experience of what's normal Mm -hmm. and if you're not raised in like a household that is sarcastic or uses certain types of humor you're not going to be able to notice it in the real world or yeah like if your family never uses like exaggerations or sarcasm it's not going to be funny because you don't have any experience with it or maybe you don't catch it yeah so i guess your sense of humor is really really based on circumstances and situational things like how you're raised and comedy club has a huge reputation of making sure one of our pinnacle rules is not punching down and that we constantly check in with certain people if these jokes are appropriate or allowed i have never had anyone punch back at me i have had people in my favorite heart of hearts, be confused about when to laugh, which is my favorite thing and also a problem I have. Because I make horrible jokes sometimes about um, forced migrations or genocide sometimes about my people. And they need to look to me as a member of these communities, of these jokes that they affect and see if this is okay to laugh at. And so because of that, there's a very common, very solid contract between us that I'm making these jokes, I want you to laugh at them. But beyond this, be very careful what you say. I tend to make jokes about everything, even to my own detriment, where I'll make a joke about something and then I will realize that that is not something that I should joke about, specifically like serious things. Like recently with like the war in Ukraine, I made a kind of joke because that's my coping mechanism. I cope a lot with humor and I cope a lot with humor because if I laugh, I won't cry, you know? And I know people who have lived in Ukraine 
And I'm like, oh, well, might have to go to a funeral soon. And my friend was like, that is genuinely really messed up. And that's obviously something that you should be joking about. And I'm like, that's so true. And so it kind of forces me to confront myself and my own coping mechanisms and how something that could help somebody, it could also really hinder them when talking about emotions and that kind of stuff. So kind of down a different path, I wanted to talk about laughter because obviously it's a reaction to humor, but I think there are also a lot of other reasons why people laugh besides just a reaction to humor, like at a funeral or when things are really awkward or even just to be nice. And I think that goes into gender differences because people that are raised female, I think, tend to laugh more often in awkward situations or just like to make people feel better, even when they don't think something is funny. Whereas like people that are raised as men tend to, I don't know, maybe not accommodate people in the same way. I don't know. What do you think it's about? I feel like often going on that gender thing, if you are raised female, then you also have this sense of needing to prove yourself a little bit more and mm-hmm. prove that you are fun and like energetic and like you don't get that automatic respect that often males do. Yeah. Also, I think at least for me and I know for like a lot of other people too, it's like a really good flirting technique to laugh, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe that would be different if I wasn't identifying as female Um, and maybe that would not work as well to be like a flirtation trick. That is like my number one thing that I do (laughs) if I'm like flirting with someone, like I'll like laugh at their jokes and like let them know that I'm friendly and I'm... I think that they're funny and people get flattered when you laugh at them and like not even romantically flirting, but like friend crush flirting. And like, (laughs) I want people to know that I appreciate them. So I will like laugh at their jokes. And I also just genuinely think everything's funny and I genuinely laugh (laughs) at everything. So I promise if I ever laugh at you, it's probably not an ulterior motive. (laughs) It's just me genuinely thinking you're funny. (laughs) Yeah. So also laughter is just a release of your intense emotions, which is why people tend to laugh at really inappropriate times uh, because they don't know how to express a complicated emotion. So they use laughter as like a release of their intense emotions. So like laughing at a funeral, I feel like is a really good example that some people don't understand, but I think it kind of comes from having a really intense emotion or being in a really intense situation and not knowing how to deal with it. So even if you don't think it's funny, you laugh as just like an emotional release. Interesting. And we were kind of talking about that a little bit yesterday. Not yesterday, last week. (laughs) About how it is just a a release. And I definitely relate to that. I feel like whenever I'm in a position where I could be in pain, I always laugh. Yeah. If I'm getting a shot at the doctors, I'm like, yeah, this is fine. Like, I'm fine. And like, I'll like laugh through it. And they're like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, like, I'm great. Yeah. And I think also especially with things that aren't like a huge deal, kind of being able to laugh at maybe the trivialness or silliness, I guess, of the world can be not just like a coping mechanism. I think it can be a really good way of dealing with emotions. Yeah. Yeah. It, it makes things lighter. It allows for, again, things to not be taken so seriously. Yeah. I had a friend who was like, hey, maybe don't use that word in comedy. 
I was like, okay, yeah, cool. I won't use it around them anymore. So I changed the act. Cause even though I can make fun of myself and my experience, I should always be aware of other people within my community. And so for that, I really, I really need to listen to others and amend my own actions. Cause I would never ask anybody else to change their thoughts or sensibilities because of my sense of humor. off of the laughing at a funeral, laughing at inappropriate times side of things. That kind of brings us into the question of when a joke goes too far and like with edgy comedy, how is it that you know like what's crossing a line? This is really tricky because again, I think it is very subjective and different for everybody. And someone's joke that may be too far for one person is not too far for another person. Mm -hmm. But we were talking about this a little bit before we started recording about how it's kind of a combination of personal experience and knowing your audience. So if you are saying a joke that is the butt of the joke you can't relate to at all, and it's also like to a person that you know that it would be too far to say Mm -hmm. that, then that probably would not be funny. But if you can relate to the butt of the joke a little bit, if you have personal experience or personal connection like with what you're making fun of, and you also know your audience and you know that they would also probably think that that's funny and not be offended, then I don't think it would go too far. But I think that, again, like it might be too far if you don't have any personal attachment and you're just like straight up being like mean, you know? Yeah. Okay, so I was watching the Dave Chappelle special (laughs) with my stepbrother and stepdad and they were laughing at something that he said and it was funny because I think well it wasn't funny to me actually because I think that if it was in a different situation I might have found it funny it was kind of like a consent joke I think and it to me it seemed like misogynistic and almost like a rape joke to me and it just like it was the kind of thing that if I thought the person who was telling the joke understood being taken advantage of or I don't know manipulated or like coerced but the fact that this joke came from a man and the fact that my like family members were laughing at it just felt like so personally offensive to me interesting but I bet that if a girl said that joke do you think it would be funnier different yes because there's a common experience and it doesn't feel as harmful because it's not coming from the demographic that causes the harm that you're making fun of you know yeah no that makes a lot of sense and i feel like everyone has certain taboo topics that are off limits Mm -hmm. and everyone's topic is different like i think i agree with you like mine where i never ever think a joke is funny is if it is like a rape joke like i never think rape jokes jokes are funny like no matter who says them like i just Mm -hmm. i don't think that they're funny But I know that other people I know, like, do think that they're funny and, like, they don't get offended. And there, I know that there's some things that there's specific topics that they don't think is funny, but I kind of do think is funny. And I know it's, like, bad to think it's funny and it's, like, kind of that dark humor side where it's edgy and that's probably why I think it's funny. But I genuinely do think it's funny. But they don't. So I would, like, never – I don't know. You know what I mean? Well, I think that's where 
knowing your audience is important especially like the bigger the audience you have the more responsibility you have when you're telling jokes mm-hmm. the one thing that really struck me about this Dave Chappelle special was like this is like a comedian that a bunch of people are seeing that a bunch of people could be interpreting in different ways that a bunch of people could be offended by or take seriously and I think having that kind of audience or platform makes your responsibility a lot bigger yeah that's why being a comedian is so hard because you have to appeal to a mass amount of people but i guess in conclusion it just goes to show you how subjective it all is and how i don't know like it is such a social platform and like a way of connecting with people and an important part of relationships and and yeah. very universal. Like, everyone thinks some things are funny. Like, no one doesn't have a sense of humor. They just have, like, different types of sense of humors. Even if it's a really small sense of humor, it's still there. Like, it's such a universal thing to laugh and to find things funny. But there's so little research on this, and I have so many more questions. <laughs> but thank you for listening. Uh, I'm Ella. And I'm Molly. And that was Dig Deeper. <laughs>